0: It's Friday. Let's party. How's everybody doing? I'm out here at one of my favorite places uh, on the planet, Riverwind Casino. The renovation continues. It looks spectacular out here. Just had a nice conversation with the general manager. Justin out here, great guy, big Sooner fan. And uh, they are uh, making this place even better than it has been for 16 years. The one and only Riverwind Casino, over 2,800 electronic games. All your favorite table games out here as well. They've got, again, a great poker room I'm looking at right now, not too far away from where I'm set up here, uh, for our Friday program. Best bars and dining, best service, great hotel. They have it all. Best concerts and shows out here at the one and only Riverwind Casino. Parker Thune, how are you doing? Everything good?
1: Everything's good, Steely. Wish I was out there at Riverwind with you. It is boiling lava hot. In this they studio as you, it has been all week. So I'm, I'm they, feeling they like you, a, uh, yeah. a broaster chicken.
0: Yeah, they keep you in the... Uh, it's the Brown O'Haber Crockpot Studios. Brown O'Haber, our uh, great sponsor. Uh, again, uh, the Brown O'Haber Studios are awesome. But is is that... Mark, who's doing that to you? Who is trying to slow roast you? Do you know?
1: I do not know. Any idea? But I Man, I need to... I need to roll up to the office on Monday with a giant industrial fan and just keep it blowing. If there's background noise, there's background noise. At least I'll be comfortable.
0: Pretty soon, you're just going to have to strip down the boxer shorts in there, I think, because uh, I, I walk in there, and I'm a little bit toasty in my part of the studio, and then I walk over there, and it's like, oh, my God. It is crazy, crazy hot in there. But hopefully we'll have a hot show today, ladies and gentlemen. We want to thank Tim Lasher. Lasher Home Comfort Systems, a great company. Speaking of heating, heating and air is what they do, and this is the time of the year you need to get that furnace looked at, make sure you get the heat you need for the winter months. There are a lot more cold days on the way. Not too bad out there today. It's kind of a nasty day outside, but I think it's about 48 degrees. But they're coming. Last year home comfort systems will get you taken care of 405 579 3113 that's 405 579 3113 All right we are all Utah Utes today can we unite around the Utah Utes we don't need evil prevailing in Vegas tonight
2: Yeah Utes yeah Utes
0: Let's go, Utah. Bring it up. This is the uh, Utah fight song. Everybody, uh, you know, let's dance. Here we go. Let's take down Mule Shoe. He's an evil sack of. Let's go, you utah Utes. You must prevail again. I think those are the lyrics. So let's go uh, tonight in Vegas the, uh, at Allegiant Stadium.
1: What's the Twitter campaign, Steely? OFU, Oklahomans for Utah? Yes.
0: Oklahomans for Utah. and it, It's on my Twitter page. It, it, it didn't get quite the reaction I was hoping. It was decent. But I need you guys to go retweet that. If you're for Utah, get on my Twitter account and retweet that. We can't have freaking mule shoe that low down dirty scumbag sack of feces lying horrible human being in the playoff i mean i know some people think, well they'd play georgia and they'd get absolutely destroyed by georgia hopefully but i want to see them sitting on the sidelines i don't want them in the playoff i do not want them in the playoff they're a uh, I think they're up to a three-point favorite now in this match. Utah won the first game, of course, uh, 43-42. Remember, Cam Rising had the two-point conversion. Uh, The tight end man for Utah that night, Dalton Kincaid, was unstoppable. 16 catches, 235 yards, and a touchdown. Caleb Williams did throw for five touchdowns, but he also uh, was in tears after the game. And and I like Caleb okay. I mean, I, I, I can't get as mad at Caleb Williams as I can at Muleshoe but uh, we need a Utah victory tonight. Hey, let's hear. By the way, from uh, Kyle Whittingham, his team's an underdog tonight, but they already beat Southern Cal in uh, Salt Lake City earlier in the year, but Whittingham says he loves the spot his team is in tonight.
3: Well, you know, pretty much everyone's got them winning already and going to the playoffs and Caleb winning the Heisman and, you know, that's already kind of been uh, talked about. So, so we love that role. We love the the uh, chip on our shoulder, the the uh, nobody giving us a chance, and uh, we seem to thrive in that uh, capacity and in that uh, in that world. And so we'll see.
0: There you go. All right, Kyle, got to do it tonight. Let's hear from you one more time. Somebody asked him at his presser this week, "Hey, uh, Kyle, are you uh, are you impressed with what Lincoln Riley Muleshoe has done, turning this team around in one year? How how is a guy like Lincoln Riley?" Able to do that, he's got to be a genius, right? Here's what Kyle Whittingham had to say:
3: A lot easier than it used to be because the transfer portal. I mean, it's all. I mean, that you saw, you know, several teams this year have a, you know, almost a complete 180 because of uh, talent brought in through the through the portal, and that that uh, has really changed things. And you're going to see that, I think, more often. Teams making big improvements or going the other way you know if you if you lose a bunch of guys through the portal and so that that really has made things no longer a three or four year project it's turned into a one or two year project
0: there you go parker you know what i'm hearing there no this isn't lincoln riley this is all the players and look it's some lincoln riley obviously but uh was that a uh, glowing review by Kyle Whittingham there of Shoe's incredible coaching, or is it, well, you know, he's the portal guy.
1: What did you hear? I heard a very experienced, very wily college football coach giving the company line about the guy that he's going up against this evening. By the way, what does it say about the Pac-12 as an entity? That their conference championship doesn't even happen on championship Saturday, but instead happens on a Friday evening. That's how little people care about the Pac-12. Utah needs to win this game, Steely, solely so that we can be spared of the Pac-12's representation in the college football playoff because it is a useless conference that we all should have known Muleshoe was going to blow the doors off. Yeah, we said he likes the easy way.
0: Muleshoe likes the easy way. And, look, I'm not going to sit here and tell you they haven't done some good things. And he's a really good offensive mind, there is no doubt. And, look, the portal's part of the process now. And Lincoln Riley has kind of been the king of the portal, one of the kings of the portal. So uh, we all thought he was going to go out there and win some games, no doubt, and win quite a few. The question was, can he win a championship? Uh, This year, as much as I despise the guy, Uh, he's done a nice job, and, uh, you know, they even lost Travis Dye for the season. They had Jordan Addison out for, uh, you know, a significant amount of time as well, and they they keep winning football games. When you have clearly the best quarterback in the country, and I think Caleb Williams is that guy, and I know you can talk about C.J. Stroud and Bryce uh, Bryce Young and uh, May and all of those guys that are out there in the mix, but to me, I wouldn't take any of them over Caleb Williams, and I think we'll see that play out, uh, you know, when Caleb – is finally eligible for the NFL draft. By the way, uh, those are our Ortho Central clips of the day today. Ortho Central uh, again. When injuries occur to athletes, particularly on Friday nights, they've got the great Saturday Injury Clinic, which is open every Saturday during the high school football season. Of course, 8 a.m. to 9:30 a.m. And uh, they also have a brand new orthopedic surgeon on staff, Dr. Joshua Wilson, highly respected, specializing in sports medicine. Currently accepting new patients in Norman and uh, the new Tri City location as well. Give them a call at 405 360 6764. That's 405 360 6764. Can we play the Utah Fight Song one more time? Parker, can we do that?
1: If you prefer. I'll Let's be more do it. than happy.
0: All right. All right, we got to take down uh, Muleshoe tonight. Got to get it done. Unfortunately, I don't think they'll get it done, but hopefully they'll get it done. Come on, Utah. Let's go. Let's go. Their defense uh, really has played a lot better. Uh, They were struggling a little bit earlier in the season. Kyle Whittingham said actually it turned around during the second half of the USC game, so we'll see what happens tonight. And, again, SC is a three-point favorite. All right, so we were talking about the portal and uh, Parker, we're looking at for the Sooners now, uh, Theo Weiss, Josh Eaton, Jordan Mukes, Clayton Smith, Kendall Dennis announced about 20 minutes ago. Do you throw Kavante Henry in the portal? Uh, would it be five or six for you for Oklahoma? Uh,
1: well, it'd actually be seven because I'd throw Cavante Henry in there and I'd throw Joseph Wete in there because both of those guys in all technicality are transferring. So we're up to seven casualties okay. right I'm now. adding
0: Wete seven for oklahoma in the portal and we initially thought well it's kind of when we were just talking about it you know initially we were saying what what should the number be like eight and a half nine and uh, you were saying i think you'll go way over that so uh, already at seven for oklahoma and then you look at guys again who got uh, who've accepted invitations to the senior bowl like eric gray Wanye morris jalen redmond Anton Harrison has declared for the NFL draft, so you're already looking at a total of eleven guys who aren't going to be back, right? Uh, if you throw those guys in the mix as well, um, so we'll see. I mean, this is just this is modern day college football, Parker. And actually, I think most of our listeners are pretty uh, pretty used to it already.
1: Yeah, there's going to be give and there's going to be take. There's going to be outbound portal guys and there'll be inbound portal guys. And this is just the nature of the beast these days in college football. I don't know whether it's great for the sport. I think it's more of a detriment than a benefit to most programs. But uh, this is the direction that college football is heading year in and year out, especially at a program like Oklahoma. You're going to see that program lose a whole bunch of guys to the portal and they're going to go into the portal and replace those guys that they lost with a whole bunch of other guys. I think... What you're encouraged about if you're an Oklahoma fan right now, based on the way that things have gone over the first week since the conclusion of the regular season, is that all these guys that are declaring for the portal, with the exception of Weiss, I would say, who just needed a change of scenery, but all the other guys that have declared for the portal are depth guys that never it just never really seemed like they were going to make a significant contribution at Oklahoma so ideally what you're doing is you are replacing depth chart fodder with guys that can at the very least come in and compete for a starting spot
0: there you go I had uh you know Theo Weese was a five-star you know the other guys Eaton four-star Clayton Smith uh four stars some people thought of uh, you know uh, did he get ranked a five star by any of the services he was pretty
1: close wasn't he who is that weiss Clayton Smith oh Clayton Smith yeah Clayton Smith was borderline five star status so I think in that yeah. class there were 34 five stars he was prospect number 38 nationally
0: yeah so he was really close but uh look um not everybody pans out. We've talked about that time and time again. Now, that doesn't mean again, well, I'd rather go get a or whatever do we really want to play for? You <laughs> know but, but you want to take your chances with five and four stars. Now, again, can you get some three stars or even lower than that to turn out to be great players? Yes, it happens. It happens. But, uh, you know, for the most part, uh, the uh, tradition-rich Blue Blood programs, those that win a lot, deal in the five-star and the four-star areas so but yes because some of these four stars didn't pan out it doesn't mean again that uh, a lot of them will and a fair share certainly do there's no question about that all right mike steely parker thune with you let me tell you about a great dentist because ladies and gentlemen It's Friday, and uh, Dr. Tim Brooks' office isn't open today, but they will be back open on Monday. I have raved about him because he's a good friend, and he's a great dentist, and they've got a great staff, and they do everything with state-of-the-art equipment. And I was so impressed again when uh, we were going on our vacation to the Bahamas, and I was worried because I had a a tooth that gave me an issue about 24, well, it's actually about 36 hours before we were about to leave, and I'm like in total panic. I'm like, if I don't get this taken care of... This is not going to be a fun vacation. And I called Dr. Brooks, and within like three or four hours, I had what I needed, and the tooth was just fine. So Dr. Tim Brooks up on North May in Edmond. You can check him out online, TimJBrooksDDS.com. That's TimJBrooksDDS.com. Give them a call to book an appointment. If you're looking for a dentist, I'm telling you, he's Big Leagues, 405-369-5212. 405-369-5212. 405 369 5212. We've got Caden McFarland coming up, and that will be uh, here in about 20 minutes. And we also have Brandon Drum at 135 today. It's Friday. Go, Utah. We'll be right back here on the ref, the Home of Sooner fans. Back here on a Friday, Mike Steely, Parker Thune, Steelman Man and Thune at noon here at Riverwind Casino where, uh, man, it, it just looks tremendous out of here. Riverwind, uh, simply the best. They do things first class. And this renovation looks amazing out here. They've still got a couple areas they're finishing up on. Won't be too long, though. Won't be too long. And uh, you can still play every game you're accustomed to out of here. They always have the great promotions, great dining options, incredible service. Good people out here, and uh, they, ladies and gentlemen, uh, want you to come out here, get yourself a wild card, and win. You get a wild card, again, uh, that's the new member seven promotion, where new patrons who sign up for a wild card can win up to $450 in their first 24 hours out here at Riverwind Casino. Tonight, the River Buffet, highly rated, Steak night tomorrow night. It's seafood night. Then on Sunday, a great brunch. Great dining options out here. Chips and Ales Pub Restaurant is great, 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 great. You won't miss a game with all the TVs in there, and it's really a cozy, cool atmosphere with a great menu. And they've got an amazing food court out here as well. All right, one of your uh, one of your competitors, Parker Thune, Sam Spiegelman from On Three, was asked this question yesterday about peyton bowen
1: are you starting to lean to the idea that peyton bowen might stick to notre dame i'm getting that sense from you a little bit Uh, i i i think that we have to acknowledge the percentage points here um i I don't think that Texas a&m is as much of a contender as maybe they were at the beginning of the fall Mm -hmm. um you know we've seen some of their decommitments and some prospects moving in other directions with that and I think A and M is still going to recruit well, but I think they've kind of fallen out of it uh, to a degree with Bowen. Um, Oklahoma has continued to host him, and, and he Notre Dame getting him on campus always looms big. Um, that was a great environment around a lot of kids that are committed to Notre Dame, and the, you know you start talking about the future; these are guys that you're in your text threads with. Um, so I think that visit really loomed large for the Irish, and as well as these in-home visits coming up. Like 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 we've said time time, time and time again, Josh um, Marcus Freeman was the the key recruiter. For Peyton Bowen before he became the head coach. So now that he's the head coach, that's a really good spot to be in if you're the Irish.
0: There you go, Parker Thune. I, I'm here at Riverwind, but I can picture Parker right now in the Brownell Haber studios. He's got a one of those kind of eating grins on his face, and he's shaking his head. What say you, Parker Thune, uh, in response? Well,
1: look, here's the deal. Here's the deal. Um, Sam does a fantastic job, uh, outstanding reporter who's out on the ground in Texas and Oklahoma and the surrounding States quite a bit. Uh, I think everybody, <laughs> I, I I'm one of the very few that really hasn't hedged on where Peyton Bowen sits with Notre Dame, because I just don't see him signing there. Uh, and there's a variety of reasons for that. We've discussed them ad nauseum over the last few months, but Look, at the end of the day, all signs at this point point to Oklahoma for Peyton Bowen in my eyes because I've always seen this as an OU-A&M battle, at least until the summer wrapped up. It's been clear to me since probably May, June, that Bowen's commitment to Notre Dame wasn't going to stick. And again, look, if I'm wrong on this, I am dead wrong, and I have completely misread the situation. But I I don't think I'm going to be wrong here, Steely. I don't believe Peyton Bowen sticks it out with Notre Dame, and at this point, if indeed he doesn't stick it out with Notre Dame, you have to believe that Oklahoma is the landing spot, and I believe it will be for Peyton Bowen. There's a number of reasons why that will be the case. OU is going to have an NIL package to offer him that is highly competitive. His best friend is Jackson Arnold, who's been fervently recruiting him to Norman. Girlfriends are undefeated, as we know, and moreover... Little brother Eli, Peyton Bowen's younger brother, four-star cornerback in the class of 2024, very high on Oklahoma, very high on Oklahoma, and those two want to play together. So if you're looking at all of the factors that impact Peyton Bowen's recruitment, again, as I see it, all of the signs that you would typically look for to try and glean clues, especially at this point in recruitment, all those signs are pointing to Oklahoma.
0: Yeah, and, and uh, I'm with you. And obviously, uh, you've you've covered Peyton Bowen. You've talked to Peyton Bowen. Uh, we we've, we've had uh, you've had uh, Jackson Arnold on our pregame show twice uh, during the Sooner season. And all signs point to Peyton Bowen eventually ending up in Oklahoma's class. I, I think a lot of people that are really close to the situation would be very surprised if that is not the end result. Uh, and
1: you don't think it goes past signing day do you no I don't I think this thing's close to over I don't know how close but I think it's close to over by the way OU has an in-home with him today for what that's worth they're sitting down in Peyton Bowen's living room so we'll see what becomes of that there you go
0: there you go ladies and gentlemen and uh, man I'm telling you you see the highlights that Peyton Bowen has put together this year Oh, my gosh. He is. Look, and there's never a guarantee, even with the most highly rated kids out there. But when you look at that, it's hard to imagine that he's not going to be a star at the college level. I mean, he just has that kind of ability. And Jackson Arnold, the quarterback at Denton Geyer, is tremendous as well. But, man, they've got – they might have – and I know DJ Hicks is certainly – a lot of people would would lean that direction too. But they may have the best – Offensive player in the state of Texas and the best defensive player in the state of Texas on that roster. I
1: mean, would you argue otherwise? I think it's it. you're splitting hairs between Peyton Bowen and DJ Hicks when you're talking about the best defensive player in the state of Texas. I think where Peyton Bowen makes his case is he is exceedingly versatile and he's not just a safety. right? We've seen what kind of impact he has in the return game to this point in his senior year, Uh, and as a safety, man, he's rangy, he's fast. He hits hard for somebody that is barely scraping six feet tall. I mean, the dude is the complete package, and you watch him on any given Friday, it's not hard to show up to a Denton-Guyer game and be able to pick out which two players on the field are the five stars because – it's the quarterback wearing number 11 and it's the defensive back wearing number 22. Everybody can see it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, by the way, if you didn't know,
0: I uh, I am the president of a new group called OFU. And uh, that organization stands for OKlahomans for Utah, O F U. We've got Cade McFarland coming up next as we uh, go to a break, Parker. Let's let's play the Utah fight song all the way into the break here in a minute. But join OFU, Oklahomans for Utah, and let's take down Mule Shoe tonight in Vegas. Please, you say please, Ute? let's do it.
1: Yeah, Utes.
0: Yes, ladies and gentlemen, we are all Utes today and tonight. We usually uh, bump Cade McFarland in uh, with his beloved Notre Dame Fighting Irish uh, fight song, but today we are all Utes. We are all United Utes today. And uh, I am the president of the new organization, O-F-U, Oklahomans for Utah. Maybe we should just start chanting that, OF. Well, getting some strange looks in here at Riverwind doing that how we doing Kate McFarland on the Riverwind Casino Hotline how's your Friday so far
2: I, I don't see how that doesn't catch on Mike I am uh, I'm shocked that you're getting any look at the at the Riverwind uh OFU sounds sounds fantastic um <laughs> it's, oh that was it, it was tough it was tough last Saturday night it was uh, Caleb Williams is as good as I remember and probably better Yeah,
0: it's, uh, it's going to be interesting. I know you've got a busy Friday night. Man, you've got a lot of stuff happening right now, Caden. You've got, uh, you know, a, a new Tulsa coach uh, to get hired. Uh, it looked like it might be. There was a lot of word that maybe G.J. Kenny would be the guy, and uh, now it's not looking like that. Maybe Tulsa is looking for a, a head coach with coaching experience. Maybe it's Matt Wells. We, we, we hear that Kevin Wilson has apparently at least talked to some people there about the Tulsa job. Uh, what are you hearing on the TU coaching front first?
2: Several, several sooner ties there, right? Uh, with Matt Wells spending the last year as an analyst in Norman, um, I've been told he's absolutely in the mix. I would expect him to get one of those interviews this weekend. That I, I, I believe about three finalists, um, you know, is is what Rick Dixon will be interviewing this weekend. Wouldn't be surprised at all if Barry Odom's Barry Odom is in that mix as well, and. Um, He's obviously got a lot of friends in this state and you know, the the head coaching experience for both of those guys, um, yeah, they didn't win big at the power five level, uh, but I don't think either guy needs to be ashamed of the job he did. And I think the Univers- University of Tulsa would be a, a, you'd be making a smart decision in my opinion, uh, going either way there. You mentioned Kevin Wilson. I don't I don't know that they can afford him. Um if he is dead set on on a head coaching position and thinks Tulsa's a great spot for him at this moment, um, you know, maybe he reduces, you know, the the money he's gonna make and puts together a really killer staff. Obviously he kind of he's a bit of an outlier in my mind with regard to kind of the personality and then the, also just the success he's had at really, really big time programs. Uh, and then off the map a little bit, Alabama's wide receivers coach Holman Wiggins, who was at the University of New Mexico when I was. Um, I think he's, he's been in the mix and maybe could get that, that call back. Uh, and there are, there are a couple others, certainly, that could be off the board. Brendan Marion, the receivers coach at Texas. And my guess is Rick Dixon goes with somebody who does have head coaching experience. That's what he did with the basketball hire, uh, hiring Eric Conkle out of Louisiana Tech a few months ago. Uh, that would be my guess. And it, Matt Wells, it, it would be hard for me to get past Matt Wells. The fact that he's been here before, he knows how tricky the TU job can be, in my mind, uh, obviously did a great job at Utah State and was doing a fine job at Texas Tech. It can be tough to take over for an air raid guy. They do it kind of their own way. We're seeing that, I think, with Brent Venables and Lincoln Riley. Uh, and what he, I, I don't think he has anything to be ashamed of, leading, you know, getting fired in Lubbock when they were 5-3 and three on, on their way to a bowl game and then made another bowl game again this year, mostly with kids he recruited. So um, Matt Wells would be kind of the favorite, a slight favorite, probably, if I was handicapping it.
1: Caden, are you still holding out hope that Peyton Bowen's going to end up a Golden Domer? Uh, you know,
2: I am not the recruiting insider that you are. I catch these things way downstream. Um, I, I guess he's just an incredible talent, right? I, I'm not going to say that I've looked at a whole bunch, bunch of the film. Maybe you've, you've seen him in person. Uh, I've I've heard he he's can't miss, and he's the kind of talent that you don't get uh, in the secondary at Notre Dame very often. But, uh, no, I'm not holding my breath just based on, you know, things uh, I've heard from you and things I've heard from, uh, from other OU people. I guess the, the girlfriend, his girlfriend maybe, uh, is, is going to be a sooner and so, or maybe already is. And so, uh, no, Notre Dame's got a really good class. They've got a really good secondary coming in even without him. They've got a freshman All-American at cornerback right now. So it's not, a, it's not like losing him is just going to devastate uh, Notre Dame but it's also man it, like if you want to eventually catch up to the Alabamas and Georgias, he is the kind of kid you've got to land but that's tough for Notre Dame to come into Texas and get a kid that good they can come into Texas and and pick up some talent uh, but I gosh I the last time they picked up a five star from the state of Texas was probably sometime in the 1990s so I, even when he committed, I think, the day of the Fiesta Bowl, it was always for me, a well, I guess we'll see, um, you know, and I guess it remains that way all these months later.
0: Cade McFarland, our guest, joining us on the Riverway and Casino Hotline, sports director at KJRH-TV in Tulsa. All right, what about some of the Tulsa kids who are in the portal? Davis Brin, obviously one of those, but there are others uh how good are some of these prospects and where you think uh they might end up davis Brennan has some ability
2: yeah no question and i don't know what davis is thinking uh but to me he he's gonna make somebody i i would guess at the power five level uh pretty happy i, I went before he got hurt in the ole miss game he was leading the country in passing he was given it to ole miss for a quarter and a half when he was healthy this season He was lights out, and he never was right after the ankle injury, but continued to go out there. He's a tough kid, so Davis Brin is somebody who can play at that level, um, in my opinion. Braylon Braxton, his backup, is also in the portal. My guess is whomever the new TU coach is, that's going to be one of his very first calls is to Braylon Braxton to see if there's any way you can lure him back into the fold. Uh, His brother, I believe, is committed to the University of Arkansas, so I assume they're a school to watch, but... Uh, based on what he did down the stretch, beating Houston in the finale, he looks like a guy who maybe not right away, uh, but can probably start for somebody at the power five level at some point. And Oklahoma State's already offered uh, defensive lineman Anthony Goodlow, who's down, you know, he's from the OKC area originally and has had a really nice uh, four or five-year career uh, for TU, and uh, linebacker Justin Wright, who had a pick six against Oklahoma State last year and was a really, really good playmaker, uh, run-stuffing linebacker, but also could do a little bit in coverage. Oklahoma State's offered him along with several other schools. Uh, And that's a testament to what Joe Gillespie uh, was doing here in terms of recruiting and development for several years. Uh, They were under his tutelage for several years. I think those are guys that that could help the Cowboys. And as much as Mike Gundy, you know, said that he's not a fan of the portal, the fact that OSU's jumping in that quickly with guys like this tells me they know. uh, They know. They understand that what happened down the stretch wasn't only because of injuries, and it wasn't a fluke. OSU needs to upgrade its roster. I'll be interested to see uh, just you know how much OU is in the portal. Uh, I, I think it's going to be a lot for them as well. Brent Venables is, it sounds like a guy who wants to build it with high school kids if he can, uh, but I think OU is going to have to be in the portal a whole lot this offseason, too.
1: Caden, how much do you think Tulsa could improve if they simply made a priority of pursuing and locking down some of the underrated kids up in the nine-one-eight, which, as we know, historically is the more successful side of the state when it comes to high school football? And I th- I, yeah. I look at what happened last night in the three A state championship game. Kid like Kirk Francis, who's got all the talent in the mm-hmm. world, but it just doesn't seem like any. Division One school is willing to pull the trigger on a kid like that, whether it's concerns about size or level of competition or whatever it may be. Do you think there's something to be said for just being able to pick those types of kids out of the 918 and build an identity and build a nucleus around them?
2: Yeah, and with regard to Kirk uh, specifically, you know, I think the COVID year that has allowed so many of these guys on college football rosters to stick around. Uh, and really has reduced the number of scholarships that are out there for high school kids. I, I think he's one of those. Uh, but I, I, he's run an air raid offense now for four years at Metro and looks like a perfect fit for that sort of thing. He doesn't have the biggest arm in the world, but, man, is he accurate. Uh, his eyes are in the right place. Just I, I, A Mike Leach guy, I, I could see absolutely using uh, somebody like Kirk Francis. With regard to TU, my opinion on this maybe varies or differs a little bit from, from a lot of people up here. Generally speaking, I think everything you said is correct. TU should have been in on more local kids than they I didn't even offer Josh Jacobs for crying out loud, right? I mean, there were um, there were a number of kids that they just flat out overlooked. They need to be, without question, on more of these green country high school campuses than they've been the last few years. That said... With regard to Philip Montgomery's strengths and weaknesses, recruiting was not a weakness in my mind. Like if you looked at those teams, a lot. First of all, a lot of these kids are still in the NFL, right? Back to back first round picks and David Collins and Tyler Smith, several other guys. I, I did a top ten players of the Montgomery era. Travis Gibson still in the NFL. Caleb Evans is still in the NFL. They did a pretty good job down there in the state of Texas, where they had so many contacts of finding kids who maybe needed to get in the weight room to grow into an NFL-sized body, but had the brain to do that. They recruited pretty well, and I don't think that just locking up Green Country uh, is enough. Uh, and we saw that with Bill Blankenship. Uh, it, you know, that wasn't enough to save him because he did lock down a whole bunch of Oklahoma kids and a whole bunch of Tulsa area kids. So I think it absolutely can be a garnish. You know what I mean? It can, it can enhance your class and your roster. Uh, But I don't think that you can make a living here, and a big reason for that is that everybody in this city almost is already, they're growing up rooting for OU or OSU, right? There just are not very many kids who grow up rooting for the University of Tulsa, might have some familiarity with it, might go to games, and certainly a number of them would love to get a Tulsa offer. But any time you end up going against one of these guys who gets an OU or OSU offer, it's almost like you know why even bother. Uh, at least I know that was kind of Monty's uh, point of view. And usually those kids do end up going. So it, they they felt like to get the kind of kids that are going to help us beat Power Five schools, we got to go somewhere else. Uh, kids in the state of Oklahoma who are that good are going to go to one of the big state schools. Uh, and I think there's something to that. Uh, but that said, uh, I do think I do fully expect the next coach to be more involved in green country recruiting. Uh, that Phil and Montgomery and his staff were.
0: About 30 seconds left, Caden. Speaking of Bill Blankenship, Bixby, Owasso, what do you think?
2: Man, last week's six overtime victory for Bill has to be one of the best victories he has ever had. Uh, how do you kind of rebound from that emotionally and then deal with the best team in the state uh, over the course of the year in Bixby tonight? Owasso, there's no way I would have believed that they would be able to keep this a game a couple of weeks ago, but after what I've seen the last two weeks from Owasso, I I think if they can hold up in the trenches, uh, this will be a four-quarter game. Um, I, I would pick Bixby, but I bet you Owasso makes it close.
0: Caden, we appreciate it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We'll talk again soon.
2: You bet, fellas. Always good to talk to you.
0: The one and only Cade McFarland joining us on the Riverwind Casino Hotline. That's where I am today on this Friday. we got to strike up the band again, Parker, as we get a break. O-F-U, Oklahomans for Utah tonight in Vegas. Take down that low-down, dirty, scumbag, lying sack of feces, Mule sue We'll be right back here on The Ref. We are back here at Riverwind Casino. Join our organization, OFU. OFU, Oklahomans for Utah. Tonight in Vegas. Think about this. That low-down son of a... is living in a mansion with an ocean view with like 9 million square feet right now, all built by the University of Oklahoma. You might as well have had OU carpenters and a construction crew in Sooner Outfits putting that mansion together for him, Shoe. So tonight it's very important that we're all united in OFU, Oklahomans for Utah. I did uh, join the organization uh, at Steely on Sports, if you don't follow me on Twitter, Uh, I'm not a huge Twitter guy, but I'll I'll tweet some stuff here and there. But I do want you to join. Just go to my page and scroll down, and you can uh, retweet, and you're officially a member of OFU. You have to scroll down a little bit, but uh, basically you'll see the Utah Utes flag. That officially makes you a member of OFU. Parker, are you a member yet?
1: Uh. If you're an Oklahoman, I think you're a member, aren't you, Steely, by default? Yes, but
0: you get, you, you need to make, you got to make it official to join OF. Is there
1: some sort of initiation ritual that I have to undergo? Yeah, you're kind of in charge here. You're the cult leader.
0: Well, if you're in Vegas, throw some holy water on Mule Shoe. You know, nothing. It's just water. But get some holy water and douse him with it. Like I said, his entire career, everything was built by the University of Oklahoma. Now, I'm not saying the guy can't coach. I'm not. I'm saying he's scum, yes. But everything was built by the University of Oklahoma. And he's parlayed that into building an evil kingdom out there in L.A. is what he's done. And it's very distressing. They, they, uh, I, I don't want to see him in the playoff. Let's see. Steely, will you ever forgive Muleshoe? No, never, ever never no not that he he doesn't care because he only cares about mule shoe things so no the answer is no never okay uh so parker what are you doing this weekend Uh, you don't have a sooner game to cover so i'm sure uh, high school action right yes
1: that is correct i'll be headed down to mckinney tomorrow to watch four-star Louisville safety jaden hardy who's a big target for oklahoma in the class of 2024 by the way uh, in-home visits start today, and uh, we just we just got our first in-home visit picture. Hit the Twitterverse. I guess Brent Venables, Jeff Lebby, Miguel Chavis, and Bill Biedenboe all went to drop in on Caden Green and his family. So there you have it. It's an outstanding picture. By the way, Venables looks like – Venables hasn't looked this happy since the day he took the OU job. He's living his best life right now.
0: Yeah, it, he doesn't have a game this weekend where he's going to see, you know, guys make a bunch of mistakes, I guess. But, no, and look, the Sooners, again, uh, they were in so many of those games. If you're an Oklahoma fan, you're hoping they make a lot more plays next year that decide those games, right? I mean, uh, and, uh, you know, the Dylan Gabriel missed the entire Texas game, obviously, and he missed about, uh, I think it was, what, two and a half quarters in the TCU game. They weren't going to win the TCU game anyway. It would have been interesting to see. What would have happened with Dylan Gabriel in that Texas game? But uh, I still believe in Brent. Now, you know, again, if you look at what happened, I understand people are upset and Oklahoma fans have a right to be critical, but I'm still a believer in uh, Brent Venables. So um, when do you think – have you heard any other portal
1: rumors, Parker, for OU? Portal rumors in terms of outbound guys or inbound guys? Incoming. I mean, no, because you don't really have – like, guys aren't in the portal yet. That won't really – that won't happen until December 5th except for grad transfers. And I think more likely than not, Oklahoma's going to wait to see how many guys hit the portal from their roster before they look to fill – and also you got to consider there's still a couple big, big names out there in the 2023 recruiting cycle that Oklahoma has a chance to lock down over the next three weeks, i.e. Peyton Bowen, DJ Hicks to Celia Kana, Damian Sanford, Micah Tease, Jordan Allen, Anno Etta, et cetera, et cetera. So I think December 21st will probably roll around before we start getting a concrete idea of who Oklahoma is going to target in the portal. Not to say that they won't lock down a guy or two before then, but that's when the rubber's really going to meet the road, is after the early signing period concludes.
0: This uh, Eno Etiquette that is, he's committed to Michigan, right? That is correct. And he's the kid from Collieville that you were talking about. Would
1: that kind of offset the uh, Colton Vosick loss if they flipped him? Uh, he's more of an interior guy than an edge guy. Uh, well, I shouldn't say that. He's hes a true defensive end. He's about 260 pounds. So he's not Colton Vosick. I would say he's more... You remember when Jordan Renaud picked Alabama over Oklahoma, which would have been back yeah. in August, I believe. Noed is kind of cut from the same cloth as Jordan Renaud in a certain sense. That's who I would liken him to. All right, I'm here at
0: Riverwind Casino, ladies and gentlemen. It is another football Friday. Happy to be out here. Love the uh, the folks out here at Riverwind. I talked to uh, GM Justin Yoho. Yehola uh, earlier, and uh, he's, he's very excited about the portal and recruiting, and Parker, he is, uh, he's tuned in quite a bit. A, a big suitor fan and a, a great GM out here at Riverwind. All right, we will come back, and we'll uh, entice you into joining OFU, Oklahomans for Utah, next. Here we are at Riverwind, another football Friday. Good to have you with us. Riverwind Casino, 2,800 electronic games, all your favorite table games, great poker room, incredible uh, bar right here in the middle of the uh, gaming floor, the Coop Ale House Bar, River Buffet tonight. Steak night, all-you-can-eat steak for $29.99, a heck of a deal. They've got uh, all your side dishes, great dessert bar as well. Saturday night, it's seafood night. On Sunday, a great brunch Uh, If you haven't uh, been out and enjoyed the River Buffet, you are missing out. Chips and Ales Pub Restaurant, a great food court. They have a highly underrated gift shop out here as well. I bought uh, my lovely wife, Shay a couple gifts out at the uh, Riverwind gift shop. I've also bought some uh, Travis Matthew golf stuff in there. They've got a little bit of everything uh, at the Riverwind gift shop. So Riverwind Casino, great, great, great place. And, again, uh, if you're a person who hasn't been out to Riverwind, if you're coming out, You need to make sure and get yourself a Riverwind wild card. Take part in the new Member 7 promotion. New patrons who sign up for a wild card here at Riverwind can earn up to $450 in one day. Another reason why Riverwind Casino is simply the best. All right. Uh, We have created an organization that you can join if you will uh, officially. Uh, you, You need to like and retweet. And I, I, I'm, I feel really scummy already because I don't like to call attention to Twitter and everything. I, I'm just not that kind of guy usually. But today I want you to join the organization known as OFU, Oklahomans for Utah. So if you haven't retweeted that, you need to get on my Twitter account at Steely on Sports. Scroll down a little bit. You'll see the uh, gift chip with the uh, Utah Utes flag retweet like that. Let's get support out there for Utah to take down an evil, lying, low-down, dirty scumbag who personifies everything evil about college football, Mule Shoe. Not a bad fight song there, Parker, for Utah. I've never paid that much attention to it, but uh, not too bad. Not too bad. If you had three fight songs, you they were sending you to a deserted island for the rest of your life, and they, well, let's go. Oh, boy. They give you the choice of four college fight songs that you could listen to. That's all you could listen to for the rest of your life. Mm. On that deserted island with Wilson the Volleyball, <laughs> which ones would they be?
1: This is a question I am thoroughly unprepared to answer. Okay, but here's the th- here's my thing. Every school has like three or four different songs, right? Because there's like the fight song, and then there's the alma mater, and then there's the school song, and then there's sometimes an alternate fight song. Or ch- I I lose track, Steely. I don't know. I don't know. I don't even know where to start with answering that question. Hmm.
0: Let's see, I would probably start that. I've heard Boomer Sooner so many times, but I would still probably go. You know what I would would take? Let's say it's just something involved played by your school band. I, I think I would take Oklahoma, actually, from the Pride. Uh, Hail to the Victors from Michigan. I I, I I hate to say it because they're evil too, but the Aggie wore him. And other than that, I would probably go... Notre Dame, those four. All right. Uh, by the way, the uh, Air Comfort Solutions tax line is available to you, and uh, I have been uh, negligent in getting there because I've been so obsessed with Utah beating USC tonight that I, I've, I've been tardy in my duties here. So let's get here. Duty, 405-651-3439. And, by the way, our second hour presented by the Seth Wadley Auto Group in Pauls Valley Exit 72 for a great deal on a car, truck, SUV, or a pre-owned vehicle. Exit 72 at the Seth Wadley Auto Group. They also have that great guarantee. Oil changes, engines for life on new or used gas or diesel at no additional cost to you. Okay. All right, Parker, are you ready to go line. there?
1: Oh, Steele, you, uh, you have a hater. Generally, when we get haters texting in, they're texting mm-hmm. in because they hate me. But we have a Uh-oh. listener that hates you. He says, no good. you know it's getting bad at OU when we have to dive into the senile thoughts of this old guy on the radio. Yeah, what's your name, pal? Is it
0: 405? You're a complete loser. Shut the hell up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it when Steely snaps. Um, I mean, it's a nameless idiot loser, right? Yes, indeed.
1: Yes, it is. Uh um, from just
0: a number. Probably has a Twitter handle that has like seventy five numbers <laughs> in it. Shut up.
1: Uh Shark says, Steel man, I appreciate your old crusty thoughts. We are of the same age and rearing. Screw mule shoe you. Go defendants. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Uh another says, Steely, I'm all for your new organization. We need to bring back M A W W as well. What is that?
0: Oh, Men Against Working Weekends, Ma, because I've always said when you get to the weekend, you don't need more chores. We all work hard, right? We all uh, put our hours in. So when you get to the weekend, if you have a regular Monday through Friday schedule, the last thing you want to do is start doing chores on the weekend. The weekend is for relaxation and recovery. It's not for more work. So there are people who do that kind of work that, you know, that's what they do. Hire it out. Hi-oh, men against working weekends. Yes, we need to bring Ma back as well.
1: Okay, back to the text line. To be admitted to OFU, you have to skin a snake since Mule Shoe is a snake. I like that. That's good. That's really good. Forgiving Mule Shoe is worse than forgiving Cupcake KD at this point. What do you think? Yeah, I, I, I
0: mean, my uh, my my Kevin Durant, uh, hatred's always a strong word, but my dislike for Kevin Durant has gone down over the years. It's like anything else. The wounds heal very slowly. Uh, for Shoe there will always be a scar. But, uh, yes, I would agree with that. It, yeah, to me, uh, you know, Kevin Durant, again, he was a free agent, and I guess, you know, Mielsu is too, but I just don't like the devious way he went about everything. And I understand he's not going to announce, hey, guess what, guys? You know what? I might be thinking about
1: leaving. I get it, but he's still scum, period. Oh, here's a text you'll love, Steely. Can we give the USC crap a rest? It's clear which school upgraded their coaching staff, and it wasn't OU.
0: Short-term thinker right there. Yeah, well, we'll see what happens over time. And uh, we said when he first went out there uh, that he was going to win a lot of football games. No doubt about it. I mean, he's got a glitzy, glamorous offense. He was able to get, uh, you know, uh, what looks to be, I think, the best quarterback in America who's going to win the Heisman to leave Oklahoma and go out there with him. He got the Bolitnikov Award-winning wide receiver. He got Travis Dye from Oregon. They've uh, played opernistic opportunistic better defense than i expected and uh you know you got to give him credit and we actually did that the other day he's done a heck of a job i said he coached his butt off but i still can't stand him so
1: yes and uh
0: we probably won't give it a rest until the season's over
1: uh jesse g says pre mule shoe i thought the sc fight song was the best out there now i realize that it's trash Another listener says, my wife is from Utah, her family hates Tebow 2 OFU. Another listener says, Steely, I am not on Twitter and never will be, but please please let me join OFU. I have gifts if required.
0: There you go. You are you are more than welcome. You don't have to be on social media, but
1: yes, you are you are very free to uh, join OFU uh another listener says steely don't ever stop hammering mule shoe the real fans love it and will never forgive i'm not gonna
0: let one nameless loser effect you know i've been doing this
1: for a while so yeah guy from guyer says mike i hated usc long before mule shoe he just makes it easier well and here's
0: the thing parker you know sc as uh, pinned OU with some very difficult losses over the years. 55-19, to 19, obviously, in the national championship game. Uh, then you had the one out at the Coliseum uh, one year when it was uh, John Major to Fred Cornwell in the last seconds to beat Oklahoma on a, a pass to the tight end late in the game, and they beat the Sooners out at the Coliseum. Oklahoma did beat them in that 71-game-of-the-century season. Uh, in Norman and then had tied a number one USC team out in the Coliseum in 73 in Switzer's first year. I think that was Switzer's second game, if I'm not mistaken. It featured the uh, Joe Washington punt return because I think Switzer opened with a win at Baylor and then they went out to the Coliseum and it was a uh, John McKay-led Southern Cal team that had Pat Hayden and Lynn Swan and JK McKay, it was, it was a really good USC team obviously, and they they tied them that night. But SC has given OU some grief over the years. It, it's kind of weird how some matchups and like Oklahoma's had pretty good success against Alabama, right? It all depends when you play uh, a lot of these teams and what state the program's in. But OU's had some issues with SC. So that yes, there was some dislike, pretty intense dislike for USC already.
1: Shane in Newcastle says, Muleshoe Shoe puts ketchup on filet mignon. Another listener says, <laughs> I mean, we paid for his recruiting. Another listener says, the OU club of everywhere wants to join OFU. Here's an interesting question. How many steely haters are there in the world, Mike? Over under 100. Oh, they're over 100, probably. Yeah,
0: absolutely. It's probably in the thousands. I understand not everybody going to like what you're doing. And look, some people get tired of this. Sometimes I just get a little bit worked up. I understand. Uh, not everybody's going to like your style. There are some bands, like for instance, I hate Bon Jovi. Most people like Bon Jovi. I would rather listen to Fingernails on a Chalkboard. So really? yes, I, really? just like okay. I, I just don't like it. Okay, I don't. I don't like. Me- I'll tell you who I hate. I hate Bon Jovi. I hate the Jay Giles band. I'm just hearing Angel in a Centerfold right now, and I'm. Uh, and Nickelback. But, yeah, there it's got to be in the thousands.
1: Okay. Well, now see, I, now I'm making a mental note. Never bump back to segments with the Jay Giles band or Bon Jovi. <laughs> there you go. All right. Uh,
0: 405-651-3439. 405-651-3439. The uh, – Air Comfort Solutions Text Line. Again, thank you to the Seth Wadley Auto Group in Paul's Valley. It is at Exit 72. Paul's Valley is a good, good place. It's a good place. It doesn't have the Action Figures Museum there. I believe it does. And there's much more there in Pauls Valley, but it is headlined by the Seth Wadley Auto Group. Exit 72. Tremendous selection of any vehicle you're looking for in a great guarantee. Oil changes, engines for life at newer use gas or diesel. At no additional cost to you. Okay, uh, we have Brandon Drum talking sooner recruiting and more coming up at 135 on the Riverwind Casino Hotline. And we'll continue to get to your texts next right here on The Ref. There we go. One of the best songs of the '60s, right there. Little Buffalo Springfield. All right, welcome back, Mike Steely, here at Riverwind Casino on this Friday. Good to have you along. Parker's back in the Brown O'Haver Studios, and uh, right before we get back. To the Air Comfort Solutions tax line at 405 651 3439. Want to remind you that we have Brandon Drum coming up in the next segment on the Riverwind Casino Hotline. I'm out of here at Riverwind on this Friday. Always happy to be out here at Riverwind, and we will have Brandon Drum coming up in the next segment. All right, let's do this. I do this uh, maybe not every day, but uh, maybe exactly every other day. I know exactly what you're about to do. Okay, let's. What do you think? No, just go ahead, just launch right into it. All right, here we go, ladies and gentlemen. It's time to play the percentages uh, with Parker Thune. Here we go, and oh, I just heard a, I just heard a groan, and it wasn't a happy groan. But he's got to do it. He's got to do it. Here we go. Percentage chance that OU lands the players that I name off right now. Are you ready? Yes. Let's let's go. Micah Tease. eighty percent. 80, Peyton Bowen. 75. 75, can I get an 80? You're going to stay at 75, 75, can I get an 80, 85, 85, 95? No, it's staying at 75. D.J. Hicks. 40%. 40, Damien Sanford. Also 40%. Makes sense. Tusili Akana. 60%. 60. Can I get a 65? 65. Anybody willing to go up to 65 on Icona? Sold the Parker Thune 65%. How about
1: Eno Etta? Uh, I, I, I will say my confidence is growing on this one. Still not terribly high. I would say right now, 30%, but that number's 30. going up. All right. And uh, Jordan Allen. I'll say that one's a coin flip, 50-50 between OU and Kansas State right now. There you go. All right, so
0: Parker Thune, uh, as of today, Mike Tease 80%, Peyton Bowen 75%, DJ Hicks and his best friend Damian Sanford both at 40%, Tassili Akana at 60 He went up to 65 uh, When the auctioneer asked him to go to 65 he did. Eno Etta at 30%, Jordan Allen at 50%. So there you go. All right, let's get back to the Air Comfort Solutions text line, shall we?
1: Uh, let's see what we have. Parker, what effect, if any, does the Pac-12 championship have on the recruitment of Tecilia Kana? None in my eyes. Uh, I don't view Utah as a serious contender there. I think right now the schools that you're most concerned about, if you're an OU fan, are LSU, Texas A&M, and Tennessee. I don't really regard Utah as a top-flight contender for Icona Services. Um Parker win the top 10 for Peyton Pierce who just announced his top 10 about an hour ago. But do you think he'll be a top 100 player by the time he signs? That's a good question. I would say he probably ends up just outside the top 100 uh, and that has a lot to do with the fact that he was injured for a good bit of his junior year. Now when he's healthy, he is a true difference maker. And it's not often these like thumpers at inside linebacker pure inside linebackers are increasingly rare in today's day and age on the recruiting trail and peyton pierce is one of those guys i've said many a time i firmly believe he will be a sooner in the end a lot of ou ties there but i i would guess he's somewhere in that 120 to 150 range if i had to guess right now um (laughs) question was lincoln riley named after the president the car or the log (laughs) <laughs> uh well i think he's a log or something
0: if you know what i mean i'll but go the log
1: we have a listener that says i hope these utah boys smack mule shoe and his university of southern california boys all over the field make them eat mule shoes brisket and steal their girlfriends uh, i
0: i concur i will say that i concur yes uh
1: Oh, the text line's popping off. Uh, Sean says, It's been 30 years, the guy's dead, and Steely's still obsessed with Howard Schnellenberger. Mule Shoe hates not going anywhere. (laughs)
0: Howard was because he provided uh, great comic relief. You know what I'm saying? But for me, Mule Shoe, I mean, evil cannot spread. That's all I'm saying. And uh, like I said, most of what he has was all built by the University of Oklahoma. The same.
1: Uh, Chris Rich says, "As if Steelman couldn't be more likable, he drops the gem of Bon Jovi dislike." Uh, somebody said, "Ceili just got banned from the state of New Jersey for that statement about Man- Bon Jovi."
0: <laughs> I don't know. I just. I understand they're pretty popular. I just, I don't know. I've never gone for their music, you know. I just haven't. But my my strongest dislike is very weird. It is the Jay Giles Band. I, I think they should go play 24-7 outside, uh, outside Muleshoe's mansion. But knowing Muleshoe, he probably loves the Jay Giles Band. Isn't Jay Giles dead? I don't know. Is he? I think he is. That's a
1: Boston band, right? And Jay Giles, heck I, I don't know. Do I'll it. go ahead and Google it up. Uh, how about Creed for some bumper music? Does Steely approve of that? Um, I mean,
0: eh, my own prison maybe. I don't know. Uh, it's, I don't totally, totally hate Creed, but I'm not a, I'm not a huge fan. It became very popular. It's kind of like Nickelback now. Everybody wants to hate on Nickelback.
1: Creed became that way back when. Some uh, One of our listeners says, Strongest dislike is Kiss. Always has been, always will be. Thoughts on Kiss, Steely?
0: David Goodspeed just texted me, Bon Jovi is horrible. <laughs> uh, you know, here's what Kiss was. Kiss was a theatrical show with some decent musicians like... Uh, I think Ace Frehley was a good gu- guitarist. The other ones, you know, Paul Stanley, and uh, then they had, uh, obviously, Gene Simmons. Uh, d- they weren't, besides, in my opinion, uh, Ace Frehley, not the greatest musicians, but they were a show, man. They were all about the show. That's what KISS was all about. And I, I liked KISS, but if you want to put them like, are they just a great, unbelievable band with great
1: musicianship, I would say No. I will fight all 1,000 steely haters. Love this man, says a listener in the 817. <laughs> thank you. Thank you very much. I'll take all the help I can get. <laughs> One listener says Mule Shoe listens to Millie Vanilli.
0: Ooh, there you go. Jay Giles is history. Yes, Jay Giles,
1: 2017. Oh, wow. Is that long ago? Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh,. Bon Jovi was terrible and still is terrible. says another listener. Uh, Steelman, how about Rocky Top? Pretty great fight song. I do like me some Rocky Top.
0: Yes, I do like me some Rocky Top. That's a good it's a good sing along song, man. It it really is. So yeah, I that's a good one. I think I should put that in there. I had um, the uh, the Pride playing Oklahoma, Hail the Victors, uh, Michigan I'll go Aggie wore him. I know some people won't like that choice, but maybe it's not the same if you don't get to see the A&M band play it and march to it, but uh, I do like Rocky Top. That's a good pick.
1: Uh, Somebody simply asked, is Peyton Bowen flipping today? Oh, gosh, wouldn't I love that? Actually, two different listeners have asked that now. Look, anybody that's trying to put a clock on the Bowen flip is just setting themselves up for disappointment because – At this point in time, nobody should have an expectation as to what timetable this flip is going to happen. Now, I've said many a time, and I will continue to say it, I believe the flip does happen. I firmly believe it happens. I just don't know when, and I would not be waiting on pins and needles for something to drop today. Now, again, the nature of this whole ordeal is that it could drop at any time, right? It could, And wouldn't I love it if this all came to an end once and for all this evening? But I don't know that to be the case, and I would not expect that to be the case if I were tracking this recruitment as closely as many of you fans are. Is staff doing an in-home visit with Bowen today, asks one listener. Yes, they are. OU's doing it in-home, and Notre Dame's doing it in-home.
0: Interesting. All right. Well, um, it's that time of the year. And again, what we're uh is it three weeks away, a little less than three weeks away?
1: Yeah, a is little bit th- less than three weeks away. We had a uh we had a listener text in and say, Steely makes a living talking sports and playing video games, and his wife has a baseball stadium named after her. He's not gonna lose any sleep over no names hating him.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yes, I'm ready. You know what sounds pretty good tonight? Some Ray's barbecue. Daryl Ray, are you listening? Well, we may be, uh, if you smoke the barbecue, we will come. That's what we're <laughs> going to If you smoke it, we will be there. Just I will walk right out of the cornfield into your restaurant. All right. All right. Uh, Parker, we should break right here. It's a Friday. I'm here at Riverwind Casino. And we want to thank the Seth Wadley Auto Group from Paul's Valley, Exit 72, for sponsoring our second hour. Let's come back and uh, talk Sooner football, recruiting, and more with Brandon Drum from OU Insider and 247 Sports. Right here from Riverwind on a Friday. Stay with us here on The Ref. Uh, it's the uh, holiday open uh, for uh, Brandon Drum. Very nice, very nice. You can bring it up, me and my drum. How long is how long is, does it take to get to me and my drum? It's going to take a while. Know? Steely will be here in A few it? minutes. You want, me to, you want me to keep talking? <laughs> no, no. <it's laughs> Ladies okay. and gentlemen, he is the one and only Brandon Drum, joining us on the Riverwind Casino Hotline. Would you like to join the organization uh, O F U, Brandon?
4: Uh, what is that?
0: He's very. See, he's he's like. Uh, do I even want to touch this? <laughs> it's Oklahomans for Utah. <laughs> Oklahomans for Utah. Uh,
4: nah, I'm good. Uh, I'm, I know what? that that sounds very. I I know. I know. Uh, I mean. I honestly don't care. Like I'm so over the the mule shoe stuff and the the Caleb Williams stuff and all that type of crap. So, uh, are it, you going season, to LA? I can either confirm or deny uh, having been offered tickets to uh, the game this weekend with a certain family. So. <laughs>
0: I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. All right. Yeah. Um, we, we were just, is there any chance? I was just <laughs> asking Parker. He loves it when I ask him, hey, percentage chance so-and-so ends up at Oklahoma. I mean, think about this, the names. Uh, let's start. Uh, Micah Tease, Peyton Bowen, uh, DJ Hicks, Damian Sanford, DeCelia Khanna, know, uh, uh Jordan Allen. Mm-hmm. If, let's say... You know, the planets aligned, and Oklahoma swept through all of those guys and was able to land them. They would clearly have the number two class in the country. But I'm talking about uh, seven guys there. Of those seven I mentioned, what do you think is somewhat realistic uh, in terms of a number, those seven guys that I mentioned that Oklahoma could wind up with?
4: Okay, so you named David Hicks, Peyton Bowen, Eno Itaos, uh Cecilia connor so that's four. Who are the other who are the other three? It
0: was it was all right, it was Mike Attees, Hayden Bowen, Tease. DJ Hicks, Damian Sanford, <clears throat> Cecilia Kana, uh <throat> Jordan Allen.
4: Uh so I would say five of the seven seem very realistic. To seem kind of uh, far-fetched. Not, not. Let me rephrase that. Not far-fetched. They seem. It, it seems to be trending in a different direction. I guess if, and that's not to say Oklahoma can't stop that direction. And obviously, I think we're talking about the Katie Paytel teammates. Um, it's just, uh, I think the end homes are going to establish whether Oklahoma is going to stay with the DJ Hicks deal and be able to close this thing out or not um i just at the end of the day uh you know Eno etow i there's so many connections with oklahoma that i i, I can't really dive into but let's just say that it dates back years uh with a few with a staffer or two on the oklahoma staff uh and their previous occupations and stuff like that they they knew Eno etow and stuff like that so that that that's realistic um mike is obviously realistic he's a legacy his brother played at ou you know he's got people in his family that went to oklahoma outside of that obviously his uh family loves the university of oklahoma and ou is now offering him as a wide receiver and that's what he wants to do so i think that's realistic um I, look, Kassili uh, is he keeps things so close to the best, but you either hear it's Oklahoma-LSU or Oklahoma-Texas with him, and that's notoriously what you continue to hear. Every now and then you'll hear Oklahoma-A&M and LSU or Oklahoma-Texas and L- Texas-A&M. But the one constant has always been Oklahoma. So you've got to like their chances, but at the same time, I have no clue what that kid is going to do. I'd be lying to everybody if I said I did because he doesn't talk to anybody. He literally talks to nobody. And so uh, I know I know Oklahoma, Brent Venables is the lead guy on that. Chavis has been helping out. with Jordan Allen, I've heard that Oklahoma is making a strong run there, and there's starting to be some confidence to be able to flip him from Kansas State. Um, and then the uh, Peyton Bowen situation, I saw look, Pey- Notre Dame is doing an in-home with him today what that does and how that affects the whole situation moving forward i don't know i know that uh jeff levy jay balai are going to be there on saturday and they can do an in-home with him after the game on saturday and on top of that on top of that they can turn back around because sunday starts the new week and do an in-home with him on wednesday and that's what the plan is now. Brent Venables won't be doing his for a while. Uh, we have all that stuff on OU Insider VIP. The uh, the dates that he is supposed to be going. But I mean, I like Oklahoma's odds there. And who was the other one? I think I went through everyone except for one. Who was the other one? And i did we was here. it uh, Jordan Allen? No, I talked about Jordan Allen. Uh,
1: um, who did we miss? Who, who the
4: other one? Oh gosh, I think.
1: I think you hit everybody. You know who you didn't talk about was Peyton Bowen. No, oh, no, I wait, Bowen. no, wait, you did. Wait, no, me, I'm... I'm okay. I just talked about.
4: Yeah, okay, I'm completely no, I, backwards. I, look, at the end of the day, I like Oklahoma's chances with Peyton. Like, the more... As long as they can hold off Notre Dame right now and this in home this week, I think things are trending very well for Oklahoma. There's things going on behind the scenes that... And they're not NIL-related. Obviously, Oklahoma NIL with Peyton Bowen is a thing, but there's things that have happened over the last few days that were unprovoked and they tend to lead towards if you don't think Oklahoma's not trending, if you knew what was going on, you'd be like, oh, okay, well, <laughs> he had no reason to do that and he did it. And, uh, you know, that, that tends to think that Oklahoma is in very good standing right now. So um, like I, these in homes are going to be critical, but the one thing you can guarantee is: remember last year, Oklahoma started to lose all those commits, and then they started doing in homes. And Brent Venables, when he gets in there and does that in home, they say he is just—he's a magic man inside that, inside that home with the parents, and he gets to spend time. He doesn't—you know—when they come to the—they—they they do the on-campus visits, unless it's an official visit. That is – the kids have to go in, they get like 20 minutes with him, and that's it. Man, when he does that in-home, they get two, three, four hours with him, and, I mean, he's sitting there and he's, he's doing his thing and making big moves with kids. And he did it last year too, and that's what propped Oklahoma's class from being number 21 after Lincoln Riley left to being number eight when it was all said and done. And that's because he's, he's, he's a magician with the families and they trust him with their kids because he legitimately cares. I talked to a, a player a few days ago that I've known for a long time and he was just like, man, look, that, that guy loves, loves the players, like legitimately loves the players. Like you can tell he cares for everything. And I think that projects when he goes in homes and obviously helps Oklahoma out a lot.
1: Okay, Brandon. Let's talk about the portal, because that's the other thing that's taken precedence this week. The Sooners have lost several players from their (laughs) roster. Well, I guess those players aren't technically in the portal yet, but will be when it opens on December 5th. You're talking about mostly depth guys, the likes of Jordan Mukes, Joshua Eaton, Kendall Dennis. You obviously have one confirmed incoming portal guy in Notre Dame graduate transfer, Jacob Lacey. Now, has your stance changed at all based on how the last couple of weeks have evolved, especially on the recruiting trail, as to which positions Oklahoma is going to target in the portal?
4: No, uh, it's going to be D-line, O-line, uh, and a couple of secondary and wide receivers. I think that's and tight end. I think you're looking at four or five positions that we, we thought they were going to attack in the transfer portal, and I still feel those are going to be the spots they attack. And at the end of the day, I think you're going to be looking at, I don't know, they're probably going to lose between transfers and um, NFL, what, 15 guys total, maybe, between both those if you add them together. And I think Oklahoma will probably bring in transfer, I'd probably say, nah, seven to ten maybe. I mean, I think that would be a probably a good number when it's all said and done on top of their recruiting class, that they could have 26 or 27 if they actually close out really well here. Uh, they have 23 commits right now. So, I mean, you're looking at the end of the day, maybe 30 between 27 and 33 I think would be a good number, Parker. You Would Would you agree with that as far as transfers and commits added together? Yeah, as as I saying, yeah 33,
1: 35.
4: Yep. Yeah, somewhere in that range. So, yeah, no, I think it's going to be a lot like extra, and and on twenty four seven they add the the composite that the numbers get added into it. So I had a question asked me, I know you your VIP today in the chat, and it was like, do you think it could be up to two ninety five? And I was like, easily, easily two ninety five is because we're sitting at two seventy eight, almost two seventy nine right now, and you land Peyton Bowen and it puts you at two eighty seven. If you land a Cecilia Con it puts you at two ninety four uh if you land micah tease to go along with that and then you get i mean if you if you somehow luck out and get like a kendrick uh uh or keisha black blackstock and uh, the juco ranks and obviously uh i think kendall uh dolby gets ranked i think at the end of the day that's something you got to look at and say i think 295 300 is is, is I think it's an attainable number for Oklahoma this year on the recruiting ranks, but they got to close out strong on the recruiting side, high school side to make that happen. Cause we don't know who's going to get in the portal and who's not, though we have heard some buzz over some big names behind the scenes. So we'll see.
0: All right. About a minute left. Uh, Drew Pine, uh, the uh, Notre Dame quarterback in the portal that happened about an hour ago. And I did see that uh, Brent Venables did follow. Um, you know, and we've talked about this, and Tyler, you know, had a great segment the other day that, you know, how do you sell a quarterback to come to Oklahoma when you've got a returning quarterback in Dylan Gabriel who won Offensive Newcomer of the Year in the league, and you've got a five-star who is the future uh, potential face of the program in Jackson Arnold. But a guy like Drew Pine, would that make sense? What do you think?
4: I don't know. You're trying to
0: upgrade <laughs> backup? I mean, he's been he's yeah, been a, I mean, he's been I've a backup. Been,
4: uh, You know who I like? Braylon Braxton, if you're going to go that route, because he fits exactly what you want in a a, uh, levy type of player. I mean, he can move, he can throw, Uh, he's a a versatile guy. So I'm a Braylon Braxton guy when it comes to that. And if you're going to go that route and you're not looking for somebody to beat out Dylan Gabriel, you're looking for somebody to allow – Jackson Arnold to mature into the player you want him to mature, and then eventually just be that guy next year. But also have a, uh, a nice backup that you can look towards because I, I think if, if Jackson Arnold gets beat out, or if he beats out everybody that you think he's going to beat out, it, is Nick Evers around? I mean, and, and I'm a big Nick Evers guy, and I think he's going right. to. I think he has a chance to be really, really good. But he just gets lost in all this conversation. It doesn't mean he's not going to get playing time because he's starting to get reps, obviously with the twos, for my understanding. So this is going to be interesting to see how the, the transfer portal because Venables did stand up there and look everybody square in the eye and say, I don't think we need to go get a transfer quarterback. Now that his his thought may change after the last few weeks and seeing what you know, not wanting to rely on a true freshman as a backup. I don't I don't know. I really don't know. But I think yeah, at the end be of interesting. The day, he's got to look yeah, you don't want to scare off Mr. Five Star either. True. I think that's something you gotta look into.
0: Brandon, thank you. We appreciate you, my friend. We'll talk to you next Friday.
4: All right, thank you all.
0: Brandon Drum joining us as he does every Friday. We'll take a quick break right here. I'm at Riverwind Casino. I'm hearing some rumors about when the showplace theater comes back that there's gonna be a big show to open it up. I might might give you some hints when we get back. We'll get as many texts in as we can. Stay with us Friday here on The Ref. Ladies and gentlemen, the organization now known as OFU. Oklahomans for Utah is taking off tonight in Vegas. We need the Utah Utes to take down Muleshoe and his evil regime, except for Ryan Odom and a handful of others. But we need uh, Utah to, you know, it's like that Steely Dan song, do it again. That's what we need. SC to fall tonight. All right, uh, Parker, Any anything we didn't cover today that uh, we've got? Uh, OU basketball tomorrow, Villanova. Villanova's 2-5. and five. They've had some injury issues. Uh, but they've lost uh, four games in a row. The Sooners, I thought, played well to win the ESPN Events Invitational. That's 11.30 a.m. tomorrow on CBS. And uh, Team USA in the Netherlands, 9 a.m. on Fox, leading right into uh, – K-State, TCU at 11 a.m. on ABC. you got Georgia, LSU, UCF at Tulane in the 3 o'clock window. Michigan, Purdue, Clemson, North Carolina in the 7 o'clock window uh, tomorrow night. Thunder basketball Saturday night at Minnesota. The OU women play Ole Miss uh, at the LNC Sunday afternoon at 2 o'clock. And uh, So it's going to be a busy sports weekend. There's a lot of stuff, man, a lot of stuff. That TCU, do they get it? Do they uh, did they get it done against K-State tomorrow? What do you think?
1: <sighs> man, it's hard to say because I think I I really do think Kansas State wins that game because they had TCU on the ropes in Fort Worth until the injury bug bit. Will Howard left, left that football game and TCU rallied. I bet you with a second crack at TCU, Kansas State comes out with a win. And if that happens, man, it throws a massive wrench in this playoff picture. There are going to be some tough decisions that have to be made uh, on Sunday for the college football playoff committee. And by the way, South Dakota Sooner asks, when will we find out what bowl the Sooners are going to? Well, we'll find out here within the next 48 hours. That'll be Sunday that we know for sure where Oklahoma is headed.
0: Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I think, you know, K-State had them down. You're right. I think it was 28-10, to 10, and uh, TCU scored the last 28 points of the game. So, Chris Kleiman's a good coach. K-State's a good football team. It wouldn't surprise me at all. Um, and uh, TCU is only a two-and-a-half point favorite in that game. Georgia's 17-and-a-half over Tulane or uh, LSU. I'm sorry, what am I thinking about? Uh, UCF and Tulane. Tulane's a four-point favorite. Uh, Michigan is a 16 and a half point favorite against Purdue in the uh, Big Ten. And you have Clemson favored by seven-and-a-half in that matchup. With North Carolina tomorrow night. So, all right. Want to thank our friends at Riverwind Casino. Come on out here; it's always a good time. I will. Uh, you know, the, I, I'm hearing rumors when the Showplace Theater eventually reopens, it's going to be a lot of fun. You might, you might be a shining star. You might be able to groove tonight. That's the way of the world. That's all I'll tell you. That's what I'm hearing. And it, that's what I'm hearing. Okay, everybody, we've got locked in. Coming up next, thank you also to the Seth Wadley Auto Group in Pauls Valley, Exit 72 in Pauls Valley. Great deal on a car, truck, SUV, or pre-owned vehicle. Great guarantee for life. Oil changes, engines for life on newer, used gas or diesel at no additional cost to you. And of course, I love the folks out here at Riverwind Casino. They really are simply the best. Everybody, have a fabulous Friday. We'll talk about everything. On Monday, enjoy your weekend. We'll see you.